it's been a really good day. And this is why I love my job. Yeah. Uh, work with this executive in Munich to help him start his USA operations. Right, right. Tuesday or Wednesday, I had another HR person uh, text me out of the blue. And I said, how you doing? And she said, uh, doing great. How's your new job? And she said, I absolutely love it. Uh, she got, I believe, the biggest raise, both in dollars and percent of any client ever. Man, that's great. Yeah, I, I really like yeah. is not these overwhelming successes, but people that are really down on their luck mm -hmm. and things get turned around. So yeah. we've had two ladies in Job Seekers in 2022 mm -hmm. join the group and on a Zoom call were, were crying oh, goodness. as they introduced themselves. Yeah. And they were just in such bad shape. And I'm like, holy smokes, you know, that is a tough case. Yeah, it is. That is a tough yeah, case. You know, when you tell me your story, had a good job in corporate America, but she's been out for 20 years, mm -hmm. raising her family and uh, her husband was uh, insurance didn't cover everything and their slap broke. Uh, exactly when we uh, did the 12-month vision, mm -hmm. uh, when she told me who her target companies were, she got a job at one of her top five target companies. Well, I would have to say that's one of the most yeah. powerful things that you've told me today, and that is that that whole year ahead, let's, yeah. well, you've had a great mm -hmm. year, let's write it down, what did it yeah. look like? And that gives you that roadmap. So and that's it's just it so happen. powerful. Yeah, well, so I know that, you can. That story is taking place today uh, yeah. with another lady who we don't know the end of this yet, but uh, a couple or three weeks ago she was on and she was crying. And about an hour ago, we posted her on LinkedIn. She's got a really good looking profile. I'll bet she does. And I, I like to get paid, don't get me wrong. But when you get one of those desperate cases, yeah. And things just come through in just the right way. That's what I live for. That's what it's, right that's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Connections. This is our video series where we introduce you to folks that we know that we think maybe you'd like to know. I'm Glenn Gould and I'm with today one of my very close friends, somebody that I've known, heck, 14 years now, I guess. Afraid so, yes. Somebody close to that. Dave O'Farrell. Dave is with Atlanta's most effective career management company, O'Farrell Career Management. Dave, tell the folks a little bit about you and what you do so that uh, I know you, but they don't. Okay. Well, I've been in the career management business for a long time. And as we cross the calendar, I'm thinking about not admitting how long I've done this. <laughs> well, you can tell. So could we just limit it to about 22 or three there you years go. Yeah. instead? Sure. So I've had my own business here in Peachtree City since 2000, 2001. Uh, at that time, I was working with another consulting firm, and this was a little bit on the side. Right. And there were some things that happened in my life and with that company and with 9-11 and things like that, that everything just was kind of pointing in the direction, Dave, leave corporate America and go full fledged into your own business. Sure. So that's what I did. And, you know, you mentioned Peachtree City, but mm -hmm. I, I'm aware that yeah. you have clients throughout the country, maybe mm -hmm. internationally even. Uh, I talked to a gentleman in Munich this morning. There so, you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, that was for a recruiting assignment. Right. Uh, he's the uh, CEO of a small company. They have an outpost here in South Metro Atlanta, a virtual outpost, and they want me to help them uh, recruit uh, their first two employees in the USA. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And so how, how did you end up getting into career management? Mm, um, it's kind of a God-ordained thing. I was in corporate America with a capital C. Yeah. And uh, Southeastern District Managers 
six or seven southeastern states, depending on which year it was, and uh, in the heavy construction industry. Oh, okay. Uh, the winds of change came along, and uh, we had some downsizings, and I was, we like to say, liberated. <laughs> okay. Right, yeah. And uh, so I was liberated, and my wife, now my former wife, worked at a global career management firm. Okay. I was blessed to get that service pro bono. And I fell in love with it. I was one of the youngest clients in the group, uh, one of the least compensated clients, and yet they kept picking me to lead the client focus groups. And I just loved interacting with other executives and things like that. Well, and so that's um, how I got introduced to career management on a personal level. And then after a while, they said, hey, we'd like to bring you on board as a consultant. So that's how I got started, worked there seven years, and then uh, ended up leaving and going with that consulting firm I mentioned, uh, traveled around the country teaching consultative selling skills. And in the post 9-11 economy, they had the class to call all of the consultants in North America, there's about three dozen of it, and say, we don't see as much work in the windshield as we see in the rearview mirror. Right. We know all of you guys have a side business before you have that slow realization that we're not sending you as much work why don't you go ahead and ramp up your own business well you know that's that was really a good thing because i mean i i know that in in this heat of a crisis like that the business might have thought of themselves first and not shared that because they don't want to scare you away for the work they will have i know because then we can all laugh and then they're like why do we tell them we don't have enough consultants yeah Well, that's a classy move. Yeah. So um, one of my buddies, also um, associated with the uh, Job Seekers Ministry at the time, said, hey, I'm looking for office space. You want to come with me? Uh, another guy gave me a book. If you want to walk on water, you got to get out of the boat. Yeah. And uh, there was um, one other book, which I'm not thinking of right now. And so I had like five things happen in a period of about four weeks where God gave me the confidence to to start my own business. Wow. Well, you mentioned job seekers Mm -hmm. and that's how you and I met. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been uh, blessed to speak at job seekers since you've invited me. Four times a year. Four times a year for 14, 13, 14 years. So it's, uh, it's been a, it's been a lot of, uh, you know, learning for me too, Mm -hmm. but, but it's been a blessing to me and and my family. We, you know, I always look forward to it, but uh, tell everybody a little bit about your ministry when it comes to job seekers. And a lot of times those kind of get conflated or mixed up or whatever you want to say. And uh, (laughs) um, even tonight, I'm going to be a panelist in an HR group. And they're probably, they may say more about my ministry than my work, than your work, than my real business. So uh, I did not start the ministry, uh, but I I came as a job seeker. And the guy that started, one of the guys that helped started start the group, uh, he said on Good Friday in the year 2000, he said he couldn't continue to lead the group on a weekly basis. He was CEO in a, of a biotech firm, and he said uh, that he was just going to have to lay that aside. And all the other leaders went like that <laughs> and looked at me, and I was the newest, youngest member. But the next Friday, I was uh, like the hair club for men. Yeah. I was not only a participant, I was also the leader. <laughs> well, that's And you've been doing it ever since. Oh, yeah. And every Friday, 48 or nine times a year for 23 years, 22 years. 
Yeah. Now you don't do it all alone. You got some folks that help you. Yeah. You call those people the, like you. Yeah, you call them the, the ship crew. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and so you've got so it's a great group of volunteers that some of them are, are retired uh, um, corporate folks, and yep. I know there's there's uh, even a, a lady that works in in a local retail shop that that helps. Mm -hmm. Yep. So um, you've got a good crew to help you, but the truth is, you're you're the show, and you are also <laughs> the curriculum. Yes. And uh, mm -hmm. there is a curriculum. I, I, you know, one of the things that I think that was kind of in the 13 years, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah. it seems like in the past 13 years that it, it kind of really took total shape to where at least now you got your arms around it. You don't have to think up something new every single, mm -hmm. every single month or, or three yeah. months or nine months. You've got a plan. And if you attend, you're going to mm -hmm. go through this curriculum. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so tell a little bit about um, a little bit about some of the things that people learn there, because yeah. I think it'd be valuable. Yeah. So we've got a six month curriculum and uh, some of it's interviewing, some of it's networking, some of it's personal branding uh, and the whole gamut. And tell them about hippos. I'm teaching hippos tomorrow. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, that's why God works. Hippos are high payoff activities. Yeah. And they don't know it yet, the new people, but we're going to hit them up with the hippo score. Okay. And it's a way of measuring. And I've talked about it with clients on the phone even today. Um, it, it's a way of uh, tracking your progress because a, a job search is a lot like a real estate agent. If you sold six houses in a year, you had a pretty good year. Right. So you can't have, if you're a real estate agent, you can't come home every night. Your spouse, you just, did you sell a house today? No, no, <laughs> no, again, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and you go through that for, you know, 40, 30 to 45 times right. or so before they finally say yes. Sure. So did you, did you get a job today? No, but I met with Glenn Gould, you know, and here's what yeah. we talked about. And he gave me a couple of ideas uh, for my job search. So well, it's a point keeping system. And, and I, I will tell you, having been around the, the ministry as long as I have, you know, the, it's it's interesting because um, you would think right now that there wouldn't be a whole lot of people there, and there are. And then you would think when there's a ton of job openings mm -hmm. that there would be no one, and they're there. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's it really it, it's it's kind of interesting because you just don't know who this week or this month is is going through this. So mm -hmm. if somebody locally or not even locally. Heck, you do mm -hmm. it. You do it via Zoom right now, still. Yep. So, mm -hmm. if somebody um, wanted to kind of participate, how would they find Job Seekers Peachtree City? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Stumped uh, you. Yeah. The best way, to, in my humble opinion, the best way to be going my LinkedIn site and then find the Job Seekers group. Okay, so you find Dave O'Farrell on LinkedIn, yep. and you'll find the Job Seekers group there. Is yep. there a website? There is a website, okay. jobseekersptc.org, okay. which I don't curate very much. I, well, so, that's okay, but yeah. at least that'll get them in the right the right direction. Yep. And it'll get us back over to Back LinkedIn over to your LinkedIn. Facebook. Yeah. There you go, okay. <laughs> so LinkedIn, Facebook, the, the way that we... I mean, the truth is, that's the way that most small organizations now mm -hmm. are managing their website is through one of yep. those channels. So mm -hmm. It makes perfect sense. Tell me a little bit about how you ended up in Peachtree City. You're not from here, are you? Uh, born and raised in Metro Atlanta. They kicked me out six years. I came back. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> I hate to tell you that or anybody that's watching this how long uh, since I came back. Yeah. But uh, where were you born? In Decatur. Okay. In Lithon uh, Decatur. Lithonia. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then uh, when I graduated college, I went to South Carolina a couple of years, 
went to Florida for four years, ended up being one of the top salespeople in the company. So when my boss at the age of 68 retired, uh -huh. I was 28. Oh my goodness. I replaced my boss. Oh my goodness. So, uh, there were two guys that I was the boss of that were as old as my dad. They were not. That, that was not good. Yeah. Especially yeah. way back then, yeah. like you keep saying, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, in spite of their disappointment, we ended up placing second out of 18 districts in the world. So that kind of put wow. me on the map uh, for that company. And uh, and why'd you choose Peachtree City? Uh, so my wife and I lived in Jonesboro. Okay. We had a child. Yeah. Her parents came down to stay with us for eight or 10 weeks. And during that time, they house hunted in Peachtree City. <laughs> Nobody wants we to got, drive from Jonesboro to Peachtree City. We got tired of making trips yeah. and the school systems are better over here. So right. it wasn't long before we ended up in Peachtree City too. And what a blessing that's been. I was going to say, you I must like say. it because you've stayed. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah what do you, what, awesome. For folks who have never been to Peachtree City, yeah. you know, what do you like about Peachtree City? Uh, it's, it's too big for you to say, well, everybody knows everybody, right. but it's, it's a, you know, medium sized community and, uh, um, the way that the city planners have developed this city with the lack of no tall signs in front of the gas stations and fast food mm -hmm. restaurants, uh, the cart pass and golf cars. Right. If you don't know, um, hundred miles of golf cart paths, yeah, 10,000, 10,000 10, golf carts. Yep. And over at McIntosh High School, uh, there are probably eight thousand of them mile, today. <laughs> they have uh, they have about three hundred golf car parking spaces. Yeah, uh, over there. Yeah, you don't want to get caught on, with schools out because yeah. it <laughs> takes a lot longer to get three hundred golf carts yes. out than it does three hundred cars. Let yes, me tell you. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, it, it's a neat little community. Um, I I always ask this just because um, I, I like to know, and uh, I think people like to know is is there a favorite restaurant you have? Either here or even in Atlanta. You mean besides Subway? <laughs> I seem to go there a lot too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good, nutritious food. So. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness, a favorite restaurant. I eat at Georgia Shrimp a lot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's good, good food, mm -hmm. and it's also a half mile that way. I was going to say, not even that much. Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So when I have a new client, it's not uncommon, especially if it's an ice day. Yeah. To uh, take them over there, sit on the patio, enjoy the, the weather, and just get to know one another. Yeah. Now, I, I noticed that you've got a, a running award over there from yeah. uh, from a couple of years back. Not many. Are mm -hmm. you still running, or the knees give out on you? Uh, the knees are pretty much given out. Yeah. Uh, walk, and um, if you got me going on that, I could talk, talk about that for a while. But, uh, you know, there's a point where... I'm not sure God really designed us to run marathons. And right. I know uh, you guys have. Yeah, a little bit. We um, have. But uh, I'm a lifelong runner. Yeah. And uh, now I guess I'm... A life, rest of lifelong walker. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Now, I do walk at 13 minutes per mile. So that is moving. Yeah. That is moving. So I can get the heart rate up into the 150 range. Yeah. So you're a power walker. I'm embarrassed to say, yeah, I think yeah, I look believe me, I, I'm off. I know what you, but yeah. you know what? I every time yeah. I every time I'm in a big race, I watch <laughs> those guys go past me and those ladies. They both pass me. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's fast. Yeah. Oh, cool. So I get the heart rate up. Go to the gym. Yeah. Uh, try to eat right. I actually taught that at a um, as a um, pre-dinner speaker at a meeting on Tuesday night. <laughs> 
I tell you what. Now you, you do can, a lot of speaking. Yeah, you can cut this out if you want no. to. But um, uh, one of the things there, there's just way too much to teach on diet, rest, and exercise in yep. a 20, 25 sure. or thirty minute talk. But I said, you know, what would really make a visual impact on the audience? About forty people, and in my research for this talk. I found out that about one third of a bottle of ketchup is corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup and distilled vinegar. And distilled vinegar can be made out of corn. I know it can be made yeah. out of other things too. And uh, it's all almost all sugar. And so I bought a bo bottle of corn syrup. I emptied a jar of bottle of ketchup at my house, yeah. and rinsed it out. And I said, tell me when to stop. And when I had that much corn syrup in there, Everybody's going, stop. Stop. And it's that. They're stop, stop, stop. The bottle was one third full. I looked at several experts and websites and they were in the 30 to 35% range that it's corn syrup. Now, who would, who would put a whole spoon of corn syrup in their coffee or yeah. what? But that's what's in a Coke. That's what's in the Frappuccinos that my client gave me. Which you like. Which I do like, but I don't <laughs> drink them. <laughs> I try to get my clients to drink. Them. I, I know them, you, you try know? to get us to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it really is. So you do a lot of teaching, and and you mm -hmm. you do a lot of consulting. I mean, and so if you were to just take for a, a minute and say, somebody out there is a job seeker, maybe yeah. better yet, mm -hmm. let's not even do that, because job seekers they can find information through you yeah. pretty easily. But let's say that there's somebody out there who their significant other is a job seeker yep. or their son or daughter is a job mm -hmm. seeker. What advice would you give them to give the job seeker? Well, I can go back to Tuesday night maybe. Okay. Because there was a gentleman and his wife in the audience and I'd met the gentleman before we called, texted and emailed. And they have a son who graduated from Georgia Tech, computer science major. Uh, had some good internships at places like Siemens, and now he's a master's candidate at UCLA. Wow. And we'll work virtually yeah. uh, to, to get him ready to go. He'd like to possibly come back to Atlanta, but his dream job, and this is, this is one of my big things. When I get a new client, one of the, the first homework assignment I send is, uh, hey, imagine it's 12 months from now and you just had a year that exceeded all of your personal and professional expectations. Write a few paragraphs in the past tense and tell me what happened. Uh, his might say, I got a job in the renewable energy industry. It's in Denver with such and such a company. I'm in a high rise apartment in downtown Denver or whatever it is. Right. Uh, and I got a cool roommate, you know, or whatever it says. Sure. And that's, that's the first piece of homework. Then we get more granular, but uh, it's don't give up on your dreams. And I put a post on LinkedIn this week about Stetson Bennett. I am a lifelong Georgia Tech fan, okay? okay? Uh, a long-suffering Georgia Tech fan. Uh, but that young man's won my admiration and what I put in that post because people all along said, you're too small, you're too light, short, blah, blah, blah. Right. He got cut. He went to a junior college. They were pick picking people like uh, Justin Fields. Yep. I mean, who wouldn't pick Justin right, Fields exactly, over, yeah, of course. over Stetson Bennett? And then uh, when JT Daniels was injured, 
he came into the game and set a record. He threw five touchdown passes right. in his first game where he was filling in for JT Daniels. Yeah. And you could say the rest is history, but even his junior year, it was still. He, he still, still had to fight for the job. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they the jury. Yeah. Heck, until even after winning the national championship, I remember the first some of time. The, yeah. Of, of some of the uh, commentators saying, you know, well, you know, that was, you know. He was surrounded by great, great for team. him, but he's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what I tell college students is not just what do you want to be when you grow up, but what problems do you want to solve? Well, that's a good one. And then that starts your career tra trajectory. Uh, I will soon speak for my eighth year to the students at Georgia Tech. Wow. My, I think it was my second year. I was in this big lecture hall, the AT&T Auditorium, and uh, trying to get to know the people as they were coming in. And I'm like, hey, I'm Dave. Uh, what's your major? What year are you in? Mm -hmm. um, and then what problems do you want to solve? And this one guy said, I'm a computer science major. Right. And I'm like, what problem do you want to solve? He said, I want to help solve cancer. There you right? go. Or cure. And I'm like, you're data science. And he said, yeah, big data analysis. Yeah. And so, you know, he wants to look at, you know, uh, cohort groups of thousands and thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people and say, what do all these people have in common? Right. Why are these people getting this type of cancer? And big data can do that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, yeah. So last year when I was at Georgia Tech, one of the students that I met is a young lady named Katie. She's a biomedical engineer. And I'm like, well, what problems do you want to say? Right. And she says, well, I want to uh, reduce our dependency on drugs and I want to make like organs uh, safer. And at that exact time, she was testing heart valves. Man. I'm like, how old are you? Yeah. You know. So for all of those yeah. who think there's no hope for the next generation, <laughs> you know, Dave's are. got evidence that maybe it is. Uh, yeah. There is some hope, and yeah. and that sounds great. So, yeah. Dave, um, obviously we could talk forever, yeah. and and I and this has been great for me because I mean I've known you all these years, and there's so many mm -hmm. things I didn't know that I learned yeah. today. Um, but really, at the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to help somebody out there today. Mm -hmm. We want to we want to solve a problem, yep. and that is. If somebody uh, is either seeking a job or knows someone who's seeking a job, they ought to get in touch with Dave O'Farrell. How would they do that? Yep. So best way is by text or email. Okay. Uh, or, or through LinkedIn. A lot of people contact me through LinkedIn. So are, is, is your LinkedIn LinkedIn slash in slash Dave O'Farrell or? Uh, Dave M. O'Farrell. Dave M. Yep. O'Farrell. Okay. Yep. And you can't miss this. You can't miss this space. There you go. Right well, that's probably the best way to reach you because yeah. I do know this. You mm -hmm. you are a master at LinkedIn too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if somebody needs to, some help with LinkedIn, you do that too, right? If it's so, career if it's yeah. career oriented. So probably about the time you were pulling into my parking lot, mm -hmm. we were I was on with a client in Noonan, and we were putting the finishing touches on his company page. Okay. There's two things about uh, uh, that are impact this story. One is he set an O'Farrell career management record a few weeks ago. Okay. We uh, posted him on LinkedIn the week before we posted him on LinkedIn. He already had a page. Right. It wasn't, it wasn't working for him. The week before we posted him, he had one contact from a recruiter. We posted him on a Thursday. I talked to him on my weekly check-in meeting on Monday. I said, how's it going? He said, I've got a call from a bunch of recruiters. 
I said, how many? He said, I don't know. I said, well, guess. And he said, at least 20. Wow. And then later that day, he sent me a screenshot because while we were talking for our 30 minutes, he was getting calls from recruiters. So he sent me a screenshot from 9.37 in the morning to 3.01 in the afternoon. He got 13 calls from recruiters. My goodness. So that is what we're talking about when we say Atlanta's most effective career management uh, firm. Well, Dave, thanks for your time today. Once again, if you want to get a hold of Dave O'Farrell, it's uh, LinkedIn or LinkedIn slash or LinkedIn.com slash in slash Dave M. O'Farrell. Bless you. There you go. Absolutely. I didn't sneeze, but (laughs) it felt like it. But thanks so much for sharing with us today. And uh, look forward to seeing you again uh, as soon as I'm speaking to Job Seekers again. Today, we uh, enjoyed learning a lot about you. And if somebody wants to get in touch with you, obviously, they can go to LinkedIn.com slash in slash Dave M. O'Farrell. Yep. Uh, I'm Glenn Gould. This has been Connections. Thanks so much for watching. Bye now.